Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I think that's, I think they're sped up. What does that mean? What like do you listening mean? Listening at like one. You can listen to podcasts or... at like one point five speed to get oh. through them faster. Oh, oh, that's my guess. Do you do that? No. Yeah, no, never. Do you? Sean? No, sir. Hmm. I don't like it. Do you? No, I hate it. Yeah, no, me neither. Take usually when I listen to a podcast, I'm trying to kill time. Like there's just I like that it's yeah. slow. I like the pace of it. They don't call it a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the worst podcast <laughs> puns like three weeks in a row. <laughs> Driving me crazy. <laughs> Fraudcast. That was yeah, the one. Fraudcast. That's the one. And I you had another one last week or two weeks ago. <laughs> Do you think people listen to podcasts when they ski? Downhill? In Stad? No, you want to be listening to be like, a Stadcast. <laughs> <laughs> or if you listen to it while you're on your trip to Mecca, it'd be a Hodgecast. Ooh. Or Nicki Minajcast. Oh, there's that new podcast yeah. about the blues called the Taj Cast. Hmm. Hmm. I got a tepid. Hmm. Did you know that <laughs> Cardi B is short for Cardi Broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, Florida Sean. <laughs> and I'm Edwin Jane's salesman. <laughs> and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I usually don't enjoy the theater, but this <laughs> is delightful. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Big butt, bigger heart. Uh, every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Today we're talking about Stanley Hudson, a.k.a. Stanley the Manly, Stan Florida Stanley, uh, Stan, uh, and st- my favorite Stankly. Uh, What's Stankly? I, don't, I I did. I admit I got that from Dunderpedia. I don't. I didn't look up what that's like Stankly. from. But uh, he is the winner of multiple Dundies, including the Fine Work Award and the Diabetes Award. <laughs> <laughs> He's the voice of the narrator. Why do you always assume I have diabetes? <laughs> I don't know. Your frame, your build. Why don't you have a glass of apple juice and tell me you're not a diabetic? <laughs> just the, see, just the noise you made when you stood up. Uh, uh, he is the uh, the voice of the narrator of Threat Level Midnight. Oh yeah. Um, but he is the he is a salesman at Dunder Mifflin Scranton, and he sits across from Phyllis. He also plays inmate in the paper ad. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, seemingly a pretty straightforward uh, yeah. episode topic, but starting small forward. Yeah. Another another uh, big p- part of the ensemble that I think will it's exciting to kind of dig into because we get to look at, at a lot of highlights, big laughs, big moments, and kind of how they fit alongside the rest of the show. We have to kind of space out our character profiles to not run through them too quickly. Yeah, but, but it is really fun to dive into a single character and really spend time thinking about what they mean to the show. 
I yeah. think the last one we did was Phyllis, right? Yeah. So it would make sense Definitely. that we follow with Stanley. Mm-hmm. Most certainly. Yeah. Same desk pod. Yeah. And we did Andy shortly before that. So. We did. We're yeah. moving around the office. Yeah. I, like you said, Edwin, there's like, there's, I wish we could just always do character episodes all the time, but there's only so many characters. I'm yeah. sure we'll do some part twos to some characters, but sure. for now, it's all about Stanley. Stanley Hudson, played by Leslie David Baker. Um, master of uh, the LDB got his, <laughs> got his uh, master of science from Spurtis Institute of Jewish Learning and Leadership in Chicago um, he uh, he of course has had other roles besides being in the office but um, my favorite thing that he's done outside of it has to be this weird music video called to be simple featuring NUM um, you can go <laughs> check that out <laughs> if you want to on YouTube. It's bizarre. It is strange. I don't. I think it's a joke, but uh, yeah, I, I hope. I think so. it happened right <laughs> near the end of the office. Sure, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was, it was trying good. something else out. It was kind of a joke that Leslie David Baker is now an R and B star or something like that, <laughs> yeah, or a pop yeah. star, or something along yeah. those lines. It's really fun though. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, fun to see Stanley uh, um, doing like a Chromeo R and B music video lmfao kind yeah of feels it's, it's like kind of yeah. Florida, oh 100 yeah. yeah. it's 100%. kind of florida stanley and you know oh reined in true. for a music video it's true that's who they hired not leslie yeah David Baker. Mm-hmm. that's right yeah florida stanley mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah stanley hudson i mean he's on the show for all nine seasons uh he uh he sits in the same spot for all nine seasons i'm almost certain of it right yeah he doesn't never move. moves yeah yeah um he moves during the the fire drill. Moves a lot. But, but yes, physically he does yes. move. He, he isn't affixed to the chair. <laughs> Besides being in Florida. <laughs> um, to salesmen at Dunder Mifflin, probably the uh, or the most subordinate uh, of Michael's employees. You mean perhaps? insubordinate? Insubordinate. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, Stanley is very much uh, kind of a stabilizing force, a very steady force, I should say, in the office. A lot of the other salesmen have uh, bigger swings in terms of their yeah. characters uh, throughout the course of the office. I'm thinking specifically of Jim and Dwight and Andy. Uh, Stanley, for the most part, is very steady in that he stays at his desk. He does his work. He yeah. wants to go home right at five, if <laughs> yeah. not sooner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he doesn't pay attention to a lot of what's going on around him. Of yeah. course... He do, his his personality and his character is developed as the show goes on based on uh, his outbursts, his yes. love life, yes. his time in Florida. We get to see different sides of Stanley. Uh, but for the most part, he kind of has his head down and isn't talking very much. Even in yeah. the Halloween episode, he has a mask on so he can sleep. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's very, he's very right, stubborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely yes. is working to live, not the other way mm-hmm. around. Right, right. And uh, there yeah. is no limit to what he does not notice. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a a very quiet character, really, um, for at least for uh, a good part of the unless he de- until he decides not the to early be seasons. Yes, right. definitely. Yes. yes, and we'll get to that. Arguably, like maybe has the most screen time of any character on the show because of his background presence, always in talking heads. That's right. He's always sitting outside the window in the talking heads. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, you know, vocally critical of Michael. Um, always doing his uh, his crosswords um, in the uh, in the conference room meetings, uh, and then of course later in the show, well early in the show we we meet his daughter, mm. and then later in the show we get to know his wife and uh, and his mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stanley's sort of family dynamics are kind of brought up early on, mm-hmm. and it continues as a theme of 
you find out, oh, this is, you know, Stanley's, he's had several wives, you know, and I'll tell it to my next one, too. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, that dynamic is introduced early on that, oh, Stanley is... is 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 a man of many women. Stan or Michael protrudes, he pokes his way into Stanley's family life a few different times. I'm thinking of the Dundies mm-hmm. when he uh, asks where Stanley's wife is. And says, Her name is Terry. This is the person whose hand I'm holding. And yeah. Dwight hits the audio <laughs> drop. Oh yeah, right. And then later, uh, I guess this is not Michael, but this is Pam asks Melissa during Take Your Daughter to the Workday. You know, I met your mom once. She's so nice, Terry. That woman is not my mother, right? Oh. Uh, and then later, yes, during the uh, the gossip episode in the beginning of season six, Michael spreads the rumor. As informed yeah. by the interns that Stanley's having an affair. Which turns out to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, he's full Careful of surprises. James. It only gets easier. <laughs> I think the, you know, we kind of touched on this, but I think that the relationship between Michael and Stanley is super interesting uh, and very foundational to Stanley's role in the office. I think early on in the show, Michael uh, goes to Stanley for a number of different things. He always calls him Stanley the Manly, right? Yeah. He is very much an object for Michael to, like, Michael making inappropriate jokes so often happens at Stanley's expense Definitely. because Stanley is black. Right. Uh, think about it in the basketball episode when he wants him to be on the basketball team or uh, in the performance review episode in season two, he asks Stanley um, if he knows any, uh, do women often say one thing but mean another, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and Stanley says, yes, I do know about this in the ghetto. Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I learned about it on the streets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I love the way he delivers that line, by the way. Like, oh, no, it's quite all right. I, I did learn it on the streets, yeah. in fact, in the ghetto. Sometimes <laughs> women say more in their pauses than they say in their words, is what he says to Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever Michael's, And then Stanley says, it's all about my bonus. <laughs> yes. Whenever Michael's introducing members of the office to someone, you know, visiting the office or whatever, like, he always accentuates, like, oh, Stanley, he is a different race. He yeah, helps yeah. Us yes, with yeah. our overall multiculturalism mm-hmm. and it's very uncomfortable for a very long time yes but urban he calls it yeah that. like yeah but like that's for michael early on it's like that's what michael sees mm-hmm. and that's how michael treats stanley because mm-hmm. michael's an idiot and we know this and i like that kind of doesn't really like michael is always sort of referencing stanley in so, that way for yeah a while. i i agree i think it changes a little bit or changes slightly over the course of the show once Stanley begins to kind of speak up and sort of oppose Michael in certain ways, I feel like Michael does that a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the Dead I Stutter episode, which is very, very big in terms of Stanley's character, Michael seems to uh, use Stanley a little bit differently when he's joking. I also think that some of the inappropriate jokes that Michael makes happen more in terms of the show's writing with Daryl. Once Daryl becomes a bigger part of the ensemble. Sure, yeah. He goes to Daryl more for, you know, black man phrases and things yeah, like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the, near the end, uh, I'm thinking of when, in stress relief, when uh, Michael is really uh, stressing out Stanley, and he's kind of this big stress factor. Right. Stanley has to figure out how to better relate to his environment, you know? Yeah. Or I'm going to die. Right. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> in terms of all the characters, like, we really get a lot of Stan Stan Stanicles. <laughs> Stanley's medical and family information is very yeah. much on display. We learn a lot about that. Yes. Um, at the same time, Stanley's not. I mean, in, in no way is Stanley a pushover. Like mm-hmm. he's. Oh, of course. He's there to get paid. Far from it, and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's to me his his primary function in the office is this unmovable salesman who just does. He doesn't need to be managed. He doesn't need any friends at the office. Yeah. He's just there to make his sales, do his crosswords, and go home. Yeah. 
Hopefully it's pretzel day. It's probably not. <laughs> so he's not caring. So that's what Stanley is. He's just this sort of concrete block in the sales department that Michael wow. really wants to be involved. And he's like, yeah. you need to participate in this family, mm-hmm. Stanley. And Stanley wants no part of it. Yeah, ever. That's ever. Right. And it makes for a lot of really funny stuff. I love how that dynamic flips at the end of Did I Stutter, where he just go, he gets up and he goes, all right, you get out of here, big dog. You know? <laughs> he, still play, he still incorporates him into the family yeah. dynamic. Built, you know? And I mean... Let's talk about Did I Stutter uh, while, yeah, while we're yeah. there because we see Michael act like an adult a little bit yeah. uh, when he actually just talks to Stanley and he's like, you don't respect me. Fine. I accept that. But I'm your boss. You know, he, he, he yeah. at least draws a line that he, he's okay with someone not respecting him. And mm-hmm. that's a huge milestone for Michael. Hmm. And that it comes from Stanley that someone Michael's clearly almost has a fear of and has wanted to impress and be friends with right. for the entire show. The fact that he draws that line with Stanley is really big for Michael. And the fact that we're talking about how much Stanley affects Michael speaks to Stanley's role in the show. Because Michael is obviously the, is a massive gravitational force of the show. He is the force of the show. Yeah. And the fact that he's able to kind of bounce stuff off Stanley from time to time is, is really important. And that's like that's and Stanley's just unchanging, like the whole show. Yeah. I mean, does anyone change less than Stanley? Hmm. That's a really good point. It's a really good question. I yeah. mean, besides like the surprise of Florida Stanley and, uh, you know, and maybe uh, or the evolving maybe, strangeness yeah. of Creed, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, I guess. But like where Stanley comes in to mm-hmm. the show and where he leaves is mm-hmm. pretty much the same as yeah. opposed to Phyllis, who's been married. You know, Roy who has a totally right, different right. life. Uh, Meredith has a PhD in child psychology. Uh, uh, We find out at the end. That's so unimportant. in the FBI. I feel like you brought that up so many times and it's It's, it's it's so unimportant. It's just thrown in at the end. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I'm just trying to think of other examples. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Creed's in jail. I mean, Daryl? I don't don't know. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but But Daryl's going to Philly. Yeah, Daryl involves. Yeah, he has ambitions. Versus Stanley's still doing crosswords, cashing checks. That's what he does. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, as Stanley says, when I'm at home at night in my own house in my sweats drinking some red wine watching my mystery stories, mm. the last thing in the whole godforsaken world I want to hear is the voice of Michael Scott. Right? <laughs> Stanley leaves his work at work. That was a late cut for the opening yeah. drop. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think it, when uh, you were speaking, it reminded me of in the beginning of season one or beginning of season eight, mm. the list. And he tells Robert, you had Stanley on the list of losers, but did you know that he is the most consistently highest sales record of anyone mm-hmm. in this branch or anyone right. in the company, I believe? We've actually talked about this before and debated. Is, is Stanley supposed to be the best salesman or is Dwight? I think Dwight is... Uh, I, I personally think that Dwight is portrayed as the best salesman. Dwight's the best salesman? I would... I would uh, it seems that Stanley, you could say, is the most consistent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we yeah, we know that Dwight like comes in on the weekends and like works late and is a little bit more obsessed and a little bit more competitive. But like you know, Stanley seems to have. Uh, we see it every now and then, um, like in um, traveling sales. Yeah, men, that's right. Uh, yeah. When they go, when he takes Ryan to, uh, I don't know the, I don't know if the company had a name. Hi, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. He's just laughing. He just yeah. said hi. And everybody he so sounded like my niece. Yeah. She's four years old. <laughs> but it is true. It's yeah. like the one time we see Stanley, like, who is he as a salesman? And you see that, like, oh, Stanley has these old kind of bonds with yeah. his clients. And that's you, probably why he's so steady is he just sort of keeps that going. Right, right. You, I feel like, it, and like, you know, just like the way that he's laughing at the end, too. Like, I feel like he probably didn't let Ryan just, like, 
squirm the whole time, like, and mm-hmm. then stepped in and say, you know, yeah. saved it. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we hope so. I mean, he does the same thing. He does the same thing when he hands, you know, his client off to Andy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, he's rough on Ryan, though, guys. As he should be. Good Ryan. Ryan Boy, deserves, have you lost your mind? Ryan deserves I'll a good chewing on it about about <laughs> twice or three times a season. I'd say someone should be doing that to him. That is one thing we learn about Stanley. He's a very protective father. Yes, <laughs> very. Yeah. That Actually, is my daughter, she goes to Catholic girls' so school. Spe- <laughs> <laughs> Speaking he of, he says Catholic with three syllables. Yeah, Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick list. This is this is a list of of I got of moments where Stanley is engaged. Uh, <laughs> which to me are these are all the best Stanley oh, moments. Now I'm thinking of one. I'm, yeah, I, I'm sure you have it. So yeah. you've already mentioned one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole chewing out of Ryan. Yes, pretzel yes. day. Of of course, of course. Mm-hmm. closing time. Maybe the best. Yes, yeah. The the fervor with which Stanley opens the door and comes in singing closing time. <laughs> the beach games. I, I love. He says, uh, "Oh yeah, beach games." I didn't. Yeah. I did not. I don't know that song. And when I learned about it, I did not care for it. <laughs> but that song means it's time to go home. It's my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> kind of revives it all. Uh, I do not find that funny. Yes, yeah. the beach games, of course. Oh, when of course. He decides yeah. to be boss mm-hmm. uh, when he's. When we see him, when when Andy says they'll let them tattoo if they hit the sales goal. Yes, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. The power of, of the pyramid. You yes. see him like working Embrace. the phone. Yeah, yeah. Super engaged. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, weight loss power. when he's actually trying to. I don't know what everyone else is doing. Yeah. I lost five pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yelling at Ryan, like you said. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that he knows about Pelutacorn and the history. Scott's tots. <laughs> just just the shot when <laughs> of him laughing and Phyllis says, what's Scott's tots? And yeah. he just loses it. It's great. Uh, the costume contest is a samurai. Mm-hmm. We get that oh, good yeah. yell. Of course, yeah. Florida Stanley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's That was those roll. That's a I great made. list. Starmageddon. 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 That's the other, yes, I think, definitely. big, sort of the yeah. end point of big Stanley episodes, I think, is Starmageddon. When, it's season nine, right? Season it's got to be. Yeah. When when Dwight shoot when, uh, oh, yeah, the elevator shut he gets, down. He gets really angry at yeah. Dwight, you know, and he says, yeah. you're not my boss. You never will be. Not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Is <laughs> Pete, <laughs> iced tea. Three sugar, five cream. <laughs> Morning, three by five, coming right up. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that that but, part when, when that part in Stairmageddon when Dwight slides him down like the slide of cardboard and he dude. just like hits his head, on breaks the, wall. the drywall. He's like, <laughs> so out of hand. That he should have died. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. <laughs> like took an extra shot of insulin down this cake. I don't have cake. I might die. <laughs> I might Why don't die. you just eat an apple? Why don't you mind your own business? <laughs> you think I don't need to know the fastest way to the hospital? <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I only bring all those moments up because there's they stand out when Stanley. Yes. And my, Michael reacts to this too. Like when Stanley cares. You know what? You know what? One I forgot is he's the first person to start laughing at Michael's roasts. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is a really beautiful moment, too, where he's actually, it's like, oh, oh when Michael roasts mm-hmm. everybody Stanley else. Stanley is yeah. giving permission for everyone to laugh now because Stanley thinks Stanley, it's funny. Stanley, your heart sucks and you crush your wife during yes. sex. Boom, roasted. And it's like <laughs> the most curmudgeonly guy at the office, he makes laugh. And then everyone joins mm-hmm. in. And yeah. so it's like Stanley's the lowest bar for Mike, or the, the highest bar, really, for Michael. If he can get to Stanley, he can get to everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I love that. You know what? It's for Jim too. When uh, when he uh, when uh, Stanley l- enjoys the meatball pranks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. And, of like course. Jim kind of says it too. Like he, he's like, man, I you know Stanley's kind of a weird guy. <laughs> You've been meatball. <laughs>
Even uh, and shove it up your butt. He oh, says, yeah. it's it's stupid, but it's my thing now. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's my thing now. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed. I was, I was going to get that right as you were saying it. We would have been in lockstep. That would have been cool. Would you like to get a cocktail? Maybe go out for a little dancing. Beautiful oh, day, yeah. now. Uh, another small detail that kind of feeds into your point, or our, our discussion about Stanley being a successful salesman or mm-hmm. someone that can um, be a standard, is uh, mm-hmm. that pe- Karen tries to poach him during uh, the Branch Wars yeah, episode. Definitely. He is the salesman yeah. that Karen reaches out to. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a, I think it's really telling. That's a great episode for Michael Stanley really versus takes Michael. Oh my God. Michael says, why could this be? And Stanley says, I think it's because of my sales record. Michael <laughs> says, that could not possibly be it. <laughs> money. <Yeah>. Money. <laughs> money. Care about? Yes. Yeah. Still money. Still money. <laughs> and when he gives him that box for his things and it's the postal service box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his U.S. mail. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, for all these moments, he stands out. What what's what Stanley like? Ultimately, his role is to be, in some ways, a stand-in for the audience. Of just yeah. like you'd be so over Michael's meetings after like two months, and you'd just be like, I can't believe he's calling us in. I'm never paying attention again. Yeah, and that's like no. yeah. Clearly, Stanley learned Mike learned all he needed to know about Michael years ago, and that's just yeah. he's never changed. I think we all can relate to to this. Yeah, to Stanley in that way. We've all had a. Uh, had a boss or somebody above us mm-hmm. who were just like, oh my god, like, mm-hmm. like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to uh, at the end of Did I Stutter when they say, Stanley, what do you think? And he says, uh, I think it has the potential to be your best idea yet. And then Phyllis says, I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All right, everyone out except for Phyllis. <laughs> uh, that's a scene we never see. I'd, I'd, yeah. that I'd like to, like to watch for sure. <laughs> Um, should we should we get to that part of the show where we go? Oh, remember this? Remember this I moment? Think we have a little bit more to what, talk a about. More? I think like yeah. we covered quite a bit of it. I guess what are the signature episodes for Stan? Ah, yes, we've talked a little course, bit about of that. Course. So we've mentioned Branch Wars. Or when you were prepping for this episode, what what did you gravitate towards first? Yeah. Um. I mean, did I stutter? Obviously, stress relief. Uh, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. those are those are very Stanley centric episodes. I think probably the most. Um, we spent so much time on the Florida arc recently that like I know yeah, yeah I didn't re- I, I didn't like do that. Florida yeah. Stanley I don't feel like we still did him enough justice you know? <laughs> yeah well the thing is we don't get a ton of Florida Stanley there's mm-hmm. maybe like what four scenes just a taste yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just a little bit and then you get the sad sad <laughs> sad Stanley with a thousand yard stare on the shuttle back to the airport yeah. <laughs> it's so funny yeah. dude I'd be so bummed out mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not bored I'm a pirate. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, uh, basketball. Did we mention? That's um, a great one. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, that's one. That's one of our first instances of, you know, Michael's racism towards towards Stanley and, and like, Oscar and and Oscar and yeah. Well, he assumes that that Stanley will be able to play on the on the team. Doesn't let Phyllis play. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't let Kevin play. And uh, Stanley, who kind of admits that he doesn't. Really play basketball, um, but I do love that uh, you know physical comedy that oh, Leslie dribbling. Yes. David Baker has of the dribbling with the one with hand the arm back, out, yeah. and it's just like the slapping. <laughs> it's very good. In that windbreaker, <laughs> what? Yeah. Wearing that windbreaker, Michael's just like, yeah. what is that? And now, be kidding me. And now, like, you can get starter jackets with that with that image on. Yeah. on yeah. Oh, like, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
That's, that's good. That's a piece of office clothing I'd really like. Ooh, okay. It would be a the Stanley basketball. I was surprised, I suppose, at how much uh, Branch Wars... It, nominally, it's about Stanley and that Stanley gets poached, but uh, he doesn't feature that much in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, he has those moments, but it's really about Michael, especially Jim later on. I, I realized that one of my favorite quotes for Stan, that I associate with Stanley is actually about Stanley, but delivered by Michael. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He says, Jim, take Karen to a hotel, make love to her. <laughs> Climb on top of her and think about Stanley. <laughs> 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 oh, Stan- Stanley does have a good, a great line. Yes, in that in that episode at the end, he says, "I wasn't really planning on leaving. All I wanted was a raise." How on earth did Michael call my bluff? Is he some sort of secret genius? <laughs> Sometimes I say crazy things. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's who a has a lower moment. opinion of Michael, Oscar or Stanley? Mm, Stanley. Well, I mean, Michael says it's Oscar mm-hmm. when he makes him the doll. He has the lowest opinion of me of anyone, <laughs> yeah. is what Michael says. He just accepted it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he gives Stanley oh, the good. felt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's missing balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, something else to that speaks towards Stanley's role in the office is the entire does Stanley have a mustache bit? Yeah. Yeah. Which is cashing in on him being this sort of solitary figure for eight seasons. And it's like, it's, wait, does he? Like, because yeah. the first time I thought about it. It's like, yeah, yeah it, you, I definitely had to think about it the first yeah. time I watched the episode. Because I he, can see a picture of his face with and without it. Yeah. But he does. He has yeah. a mustache. Oh, he does. Mm-hmm. The whole Indeed. time. But th- that's just such a perfect encapsulation of just like, yeah, Stanley's always there. He's sitting there. He's frowning. He's grumpy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has the capacity to deliver the funniest lines with just a single word or two delivered with the right amount of emphasis. Oh, um, yeah. You know, money. Right? money. <laughs> Sometimes no. not even a word. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm thinking of when uh, in, in The Convict, when Martin kind of gives him a fist. Oh, yes. And the look, <laughs> the look he gives Martin yeah. back. Stanley's having yeah, none of it. <laughs> Golden. For a guy that was like in the Black Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. Just, we were fighting we're, the power and eating whatever, whatever we wanted. <laughs> yeah. I know. And Mar- like that's Martin right. gives him the little bump and he's just like... Yeah. You don't even know. I guess that's, but yeah, maybe that's like a, know. you don't even know. Yeah, when, please. When Gabe uh, is trying to figure out who, you know, was the whistleblower, yeah. he says, Stan, you're up next. And he, it wasn't me. <laughs> what a rich timber your voice has. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just moves on. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me. I think it's, I mean, I think Stanley is a very important character. Absolutely. I think having, yeah. having, there's a few people like him in their level of apathy to Michael and to caring about Michael, I guess. But uh, like him, Angela, maybe I would put in the same boat, but different. I wouldn't say like Angela's she's, She kind of actively. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like Phyllis is. Con- there's, there's apathy to the company. Yeah. There's apathy to Michael. Yeah. Which are two different things. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Like the people who really don't care what Michael thinks about him, I would say, is, yeah, it's like Meredith, Stanley, Oscar, yeah, maybe Phyllis. But yeah, I think you're right. That's a good point, though, that you make. You know, people like Angela and Oscar are kind of like actively, like you know, mm-hmm. responding to Michael and like yeah. you know, telling him he's wrong and stuff like that. Stanley just doesn't just wants to go back to his desk. Yeah, the mm-hmm. most the most interactive he ever is with Michael is when mm-hmm. Michael's trying to 
get him to share at the yeah. meeting and, mm-hmm. and leads to the did I stutter moment. But it balances it out so so nicely for the ensemble and it's always funny when Michael like because Michael has this love for Stanley. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> it's like so yeah. genuine. I'll never give up on you. Like, I, I love that line of <laughs> where he's laying on the floor and he's just like like Big butt, bigger heart. Wait, what's he yeah. say? Yeah. 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 Um, Wanted. Middle-aged black man with sass. Yeah. Big he's, butt, he, bigger heart. Like Michael's visibly upset. Yeah, he's crying. The thought of not having Stanley. He's tearing up. Like he, it's, that's the daring thing about Michael is how much he genuinely loves everyone who yeah. works there. While no one loves him back. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great. Especially um, Stanley. You think yeah, Stanley's grow on trees? Well, they don't. There is no Stanley tree. <laughs> Show me that farm. <laughs> Boy, uh, I don't even I haven't played that. <laughs> Show me that <laughs> Um just one uh, I mean it, Stanley's growing trees. Well they don't. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just get those out. Any other hot takes on Stanley Hudson? No, I think Stanley is such an important part of the ensemble for all the reasons we talked about. The uh the way that he opposes Michael, the way that he views his work life. Uh I think the uh I don't know what you would call it, the multiple lovers, the promiscuity that he displays is really unique within the office. All right, show of hands. Who wants to live in a world where Stanley has two lovers and you don't have any? (laughs) Stanley raises his hand. (laughs) I love that time when Phyllis burns him and uh, he's like, man, they're they're in line to get into Jim and Pam's wedding and uh, Stanley's like, if that feather, if your hat hits me in the face one more time, Mm -hmm. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, really? Your wife loved this hat the last time she saw it, and it's like she's there with, uh, mm-hmm. with um, uh, who's his uh, mistress? Not Cynthia. Harry. Cynthia. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> oh my god! All right, just a second, Cynthia. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think, I think back to your point, Sean. Of like, he's he's one of a few people who really don't care about the work or Michael, really. Yeah. Because they're people who you would actually find working at the office, as opposed yeah. to like, yes, you know, Andy's crazy, kind of outlandish, and like, it's not that realistic. Yeah. Even Angela's too, a little too much of a caricature in some ways. Yeah. But like, to me, it's like Phyllis, Stanley, maybe El Meredith might be a bad example too. But there, there's just some those members of the office that like, yeah, that's totally real. I could see that person working in any in this setting anywhere in America for sure. Definitely, there are yeah. character traits about Stanley that you can throw to for comedic effect. I'm thinking of um, in the Happy Hour episode where Donna looks to fish out Michael's business card from mm-hmm. the the fishbowl. Yeah, yeah. You know, Winifrey oh, Lunch, Stanley of, Hudson. <laughs> a lot of Stanley Hudsons in here. <laughs> so Back good. In the bowl. trying to win a free lunch, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking too of when uh, in the seminar when uh, uh, somebody's eating Stanley's lunch and it just says Stanley on like a brown bag, yeah, yeah. and then later we see Stanley just staring through the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, should we mention Pretzel Day? I mean, it's absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's I think defining for seems like what he's mainly known for. We kicking, see kicking Bob Vance out of the line. Uh-oh. Ooh. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Him and Michael Pencil high day. five? I mean, yeah. man, that's crazy. What a pair of Marys. <laughs> what a pair of Marys. <laughs> My favorite lines, yeah. I think, too, that 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 moment is so great because we see Stanley um, energized, but in a happy way or an excited way. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to yelling at Michael or yelling at Ryan or something along those lines. Uh, yeah, to see Stanley generally excited about something and something so small and mundane. Yeah. A treat in the middle of the day. Right? Yeah. Uh, is really fun to see. Yeah. It, it kind of makes... Way- the way that he stands up and runs to the lion, and then Michael seems like 
tries to make it seem like he's not in that much of a hurry. Yeah. But he's yeah. like right behind Stanley coming yeah. out of his office. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's something the two of them. I can love the bond moments over. when Stanley high fives. Pretzel day with mm-hmm. Michael and then with uh I don't know, just keep I don't care, just keep the ribs coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the business the... ethics. <laughs> he he high fives in such a unique way if you watch yeah, it. Really? His, his fingers are kind yeah, of pulled back. Totally. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that, he loves getting wined and dined. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He likes oh, yeah. taken out for lunch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When Jim has to take mm-hmm. them out mm-hmm. so that, uh, he'll the, cover their clients. That's right. When he's in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'll have the surf and turf and a lobster. Uh, sir, the surf and turf comes with a lobster. Mm, not enough lobster. <laughs> really Love shucking that. your peas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did enjoy grinding your beans. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, oh no, Stanley, you'll live forever. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's so many, so many great little Stanley moments like that. that there's you so can many. Go to. Yeah, there's so many. <laughs> and again, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll get messages if you guys didn't say this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I'm sure I'll which, think of some on the drive home. Look, That's how yeah. this goes. Yeah, look. There's only so much office, guys. We let's, can't have everything in every episode. I mean, let's knock out some of these moments. One of my favorite Stanley quotes. Yes, I have a dream. It's not some MLK dream for equality. Yes. I want to own a decommissioned lighthouse. Get it? I don't have oh, a dream. <laughs> I can very soon. And I want to live at the top. And nobody knows I live there. And there's a button that I can press and launch that lighthouse into space. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. That's definitely one of my favorite Stanley lights. I want to own oh, a decommissioned <laughs> lighthouse. Uh, that's a one of the loftier dreams of anyone in the office yeah, that we hear about. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley wants to go to space in a lighthouse? Stanley? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, he wants to go to Tallahassee and blow $4,000 at the strip club. That's what he <laughs> wants to do. I love... Um, Stanley's view on jury duty. I've been trying to get on jury duty every single year oh, since yes. I was 18 years yes. old. Yeah. To get to sit in an air-conditioned room downtown judging people while my lunch was paid for. That is the life. <laughs> you know what? You should have opened with that quote. That is everything you need to know about Stanley right there. <laughs> Dude, his, his, uh, we did mention Stanley being a great salesman. And I got to mm-hmm. say, the best sales pitch in the whole show uh, in uh, that he has in the whole show is for Florida Stanley. Florida Stanley smiles. <laughs> oh, Florida yeah. Stanley yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah. happy to go to work. Florida Stanley is who you want on your Florida team. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. So That's good. I do want Florida Stanley. I love that they team. replace him a couple times. Mm-hmm. One during the banker when they have new Stanley. Right. Uh, and then at the end, when they have uh, the Stanley that Phyllis is, uh, granted, this is after Stanley's retired, but they replace him with another person that Phyllis is feeding fudge to. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. That's hysterical. <laughs> Fattening him up to be just like Stanley. Um, well, what do you guys, do we have any unanswerable questions? Fun facts, closing thoughts. What do we got? Oh, uh, there's just a funny thing where he says, uh, that he, Stanley is worried it's in the season 9 the episode's promos but he says he's worried about the documentary getting out because of his love life and Phyllis says I, I thought uh, Terry already knew about Cynthia and he says yeah but neither of them know about Lydia <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I'll tell it to my next one too um, this is a uh, this is just one final thing that this is one of my favorite bloopers. Oh, yes, yes. He's good for some bloopers. I have some good news. We <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
when he just loses it. Oh man, that is probably a from... long day of shooting. <laughs> we got to go home. We got to go home. <laughs> uh, that's from season four, sometime I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> Leslie David Baker. That's a bit fantastic. of improv improvisation. Mm-hmm. Acting. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, duh. <laughs> um, okay. Any, any, anything else? No, this was fun. I just enjoyed uh, yeah. Stanley, Stanley. I mean, yeah. yeah. He's. I, I hope we did it justice. It is. It is. It is late on a on a day that we all worked here. But it's. He's. He is. He's such a steady Eddie. He is he always is. there for you. He's always in the background of every talking head. He's always funny. Now that we talk about it, I feel like I take him for granted. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. I feel like Stanley's a big he's player. A, he's an anchor. You know, yeah. he's something that uh, he's literally there from from start to finish. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. or I guess I guess at the very end he does retire. Well, he's got the thing where he's known Michael like as long as anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and we see that in in the Scotts Tots moment where. Yeah. You know, Phyllis brings up what Scott's Tots is. Yeah. <laughs> Has it really been and 10 he, years? And great bit of writing to uh, not have him respond, but rather just start laughing, just cackling. <laughs> Has it really been 10 years? It's that amazing. Is, that's such a great edit that they cut to him laughing in the yeah. in the, in the the uh, break room and then cut to him laughing in the yeah, talking head. They're yeah. still laughing as hard <laughs> as he was. They, they give all the context so quickly where, where he yeah. holds up the newspaper article. Yeah. And he uh-huh. says, "Local man pledges college tuition to fourth Local graders. Businessman, yeah. yeah, third graders, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> Michael's smiling with the kids. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah, that's one of the well, that's one of the great Stanley moments for mm-hmm. sure. I know that there's probably more that, to say. Things that we missed, favorite moments that you might have. Please send us uh, send them to us. Um, this is a random Stanley quote that is just on my screen." I don't understand why you sleeping at your desk is you better than not being here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To the pauses. Conference room mm-hmm. time? Yeah. Conference room. Okay, everybody, listen up. If you are not in that conference room in two minutes, I am going to kill you. All right, so our first uh, conference room topic is something that has been very popular. Uh, I feel like on an I, office. How many people have sent you this? A handful, yeah. Jeez. So but, I, I've been living under a rock. I've been working. What? Yeah. What is this? But that people that 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 people would think to send it to us shows that they know that we're office fans, which is nice, which mm-hmm. is a compliment in itself. Uh, I had a couple of just friends text me. Yeah, that same. Too. That's like, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Not oh not God. just people sending stuff to the show, but you know, friends things. and family and things. But anyway, dish. Um, well, you don't have any friends. Uh, so, true. want to make $1,000 in nine days? Watch 15 hours of The Office. So, this is an offer where uh, what Dish Network or... Dish. Yeah, Whatever Dish Cable. Dish is. Um, I think it's like the cable provider. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I know. Okay. I just, like, do you say Dish Network? Dish, oh, yeah. Dish mm-hmm. TV? Dish. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, but it says, you already love The Office, now get paid to binge watch it. So, basically, Dish is going to pay one person $1,000 to watch mm. uh, 15 hours of The Office in nine days and fill out a sort of um, a list or a survey, uh, a checklist, it says, that tallies the number of common tropes that occur during each episode. For instance, how many times does Stanley roll his eyes at the camera? How often does Phyllis talk about Bob Vance or Vance Refrigeration? Um, the goal is to help us... Uh, understand how often sitcoms repeat popular tropes so uh it's very interesting that we get to do that, that somebody's going to get to do this kind of media analysis um and that is awesome yeah isn't that cool yeah 
That's I, literally something that like I wish, like I w- almost would love to do doing this podcast, but it's just we don't, you know. I mean, that's a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fifteen hours, and you have nine days. Yeah, easy. Yeah, people already consume the office at that rate. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hours. There's way more than 15. roughly forty-five episodes, is what it says. That's nothing. Yeah. So not the whole show. No, roughly forty-five episodes. Dude, that's like three seasons. If you watch seasons five I don't and think six, that, is that very scientific? Yeah. If they're not going to do the whole thing, uh, I'm not sure. I What's think it's the, just a sample size sort of thing. A thousand bucks. They're not investing very much in this project. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you got, do you want to apply? Should we do this? I think. Uh, we yes. probably should, yeah. Are they only paying to. one person, the one person, though? Mm-hmm. Well, Or they, a bunch of people. They'd get three of us. I'd rather have $60,000. Why do you assume that you get it all? <laughs> <laughs> and we could do a show about it. Like, just yeah. Of yeah. What, well, sure. What is that amount? If, if, they, if, if, we, if they pick us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is our pitch to them. We could, like, we, we will do the show about it. We, we could do a more. split the $1,000. Mm-hmm. We could do more produced show. Like, we could really do a whole special. Uh, yeah, on this, on this, I would love to do that marathon, this fun run of office episodes, mm-hmm. if you will. That sounds great. All right, great. Let's sign up. Yeah, it's pretty amazing that this kind of thing pops up because it's something that so many people do anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This kind of binging, yeah. But to get paid, I mean, it's boy, don't break it down by the hour. I guess. It's just not <laughs> no, like, it's not for taking all the notes there for nine nine. Oh, you have nine days. Uh, how would you? So how would you? How would you do this? Would you do a daily? period of time would you do it in a couple main goes how would you do 15 hours of the office that's if a you great had nine question days? that's a great question well be it'd method? be hard what to watch even... if you have to look for multiple things it'd be hard to watch and look and look for multiple things so it almost feels like you would have to watch it it all the way through just looking for the eye rolls just looking for the you know those types of things or skip through if you're just looking for Stanley. Well, I mean, I think you'd have to be engaged. Like you couldn't watch passively. You'd have to really watch yeah. closely. You, you, I, you, ideally, dish- you couldn't watch passively, but if you were, but say if you were watching dinner party and you're looking for Stanley eye rolls, you would mm-hmm. you, like you know you basically. You're looking that. for a moment where you think Jan might have poisoned Pam. Or yeah, Michael. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and now, ideally, Dish would provide you with a spreadsheet of everything they want to know, so right, you could just check it off. Yes, yeah. You know, and you could be like, oh, Stanley rolled his eyes. You know. Oh, you would know Michael made a sound or something yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you couldn't be on your phone. You'd, I think you'd have to be real, really paying attention to do it right. Mm. But I think I would probably split it up. I would just do it in, in a five day week and have you know a few hours per day where I'm just like go and do that. I yeah. think that's how I would do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be easy to do like an hour in the morning before work or something mm-hmm. like that, and then a couple hours at mm-hmm. night after work. Definitely. I do three-hour blocks. I do that five days in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do it. I feel like three hours, that's like my limit for a movie that I can really pay attention. And with The Office, if I'm really having to pay attention, I yeah, probably yeah. be active for three hours. Yeah. Movie Mondays. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. What do you think would be... Uh, what's surprising? What would you like, choose to watch if you were to watch mm. 45 episodes of The Office? I was do you just to thinking... Choose? I don't know. It just says 45 episodes. I was just thinking that if you're going to do this like... Try to pick the best forty-five. Hmm. Boy, that's a whole Try, other episode. Be, well, because, sort of a Kapoor's list. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> because uh, well, because then at least you'd then you'd be looking at the times that the tropes reappear in the best episodes, and I'd wonder if you'd see a, them a lot 
or 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 not as much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I think I think I think focusing in on what you believe are the bet the better episodes might be the best way to go about it. Might be the most watchable, I guess. Definitely. If you're trying to think what's best. I feel Definitely. like I would probably just pick two seasons and watch through them. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're trying to find... Two and a half, something along If you're trying to find tropes, you probably can't go too early before it was an established... Like, you'd want... I'd spread two, it. I'd probably go th- I, three, four, five. I'd probably spread it between two and seven. I was two, three, I, four. I think you could mm. spread it between two, two and seven. Space it out. I think the show kind of establishes what its sort of tropes or characteristics are early hmm. and then it plays with them later on i'm thinking for in gossip another stanley episode when uh stanley's actually going to go break up with cynthia and michael says wait do people often say they're going on sales calls and then go do something else <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you'd, you'd go six or you, or you just mean for the would you go season six for what i would watch yeah uh i no, i think i would do two three four. Oh, okay that would be my guess okay. that would probably re- come out to yeah. approximately 45 yeah, maybe a little more, but well, yeah. that's yeah. Season four has a lot of hour long, that's or forty five minute yeah. episodes. Uh, I think it's telling that we're talking about not just if we would do it, but how we would do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, hundred percent, we do it. I mean, yeah. there's no question. Yeah, yeah. I, I do it for free. We all mm-hmm. do it for free, anyways. Right. Like we watch the show and take notes for the show now. Like we're already doing this. There's, Definitely. There's that meme where it says, Dish, uh, "Get at us." If you could, if you got uh, paid to only watch one show for the rest of your life, would you do it? And then it's. You guys are getting paid? <laughs> yeah. I'm paying. I'm yeah. paying to watch The Office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah an interesting challenge. Uh, yeah. If, if the person who wins, assuming it's not us, is listening. Yeah. Please we would love let to us speak know. With you. Just yeah. write it to us. We'll yeah. interview you on the show. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, or Dish, come at us. Like, we got That's we true. got enough fans to, like, really get this thing going. Let's, yeah. Uh, there is a thing in the FAQ where it says, I am a member of the media and I have a question. If you're a journalist looking for more information, we can email this and we'll reply. So maybe we oh. can we can come in as journalists. Ooh. Chad Lai, lighter side of life. Mm-hmm. I'm technically a journalist now. I hey, can yes. I can say that. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, journal I went to journalism school. You did. Let's get that let's get that <laughs> let's get that media pass. Let's yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's a good idea. Uh any other any other business for the uh for the conference room. I have one more uh, that has also been uh, something that came up a couple weeks ago that I think we have missed talking about in our last episode or two um, is the Office Children's Book. Are you guys aware of this? No. Yes. Um, so there is a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a I've working man. He's a busy man. Yeah, a lot of sales calls. All right, that's no, but I'm so, like I'm so excited to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, children's book. Uh, so let book. me show you this picture. I'll just flip okay. my computer around to show you. Isn't that amazing, that oh, illustration? Oh, gosh. Right? So I'll read you the little snippet that's on Amazon. Um, so the book is called The Office, A Day at Dunder Mifflin Elementary um, by Rob Perlman, illustrated by Melanie Demmer. That's something that you only get with children's book, written by, illustrated by. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the uh, the premise is... Um, some graphic novels, too. That's true, yes. Uh, filled with fan favorite characters and hilarious references to the acclaimed TV show, this storybook is an age-appropriate way for fans of The Office to share their love with the whole family just in time for the series' 15th anniversary. Michael Scott is line leader at Dunder Mifflin Elementary. Oh, it's a geez. very big job, but Michael is sure he can live up to the world's best line leader title printed on his water bottle. <laughs> There's just one problem. Michael doesn't know how to lead the line. Filled with colorful, detailed illustrations and brimming with Easter eggs and nods to iconic moments from the show, this hilarious reimagining features a pint-sized cast. I hate you! <laughs> the, new st- the story will introduce the office to a whole new generation and will teach them that everyone needs to ask for help sometimes, even line leaders. 
I want to be married and have a hundred kids so I can have a hundred friends and no one can say no to being my friend. That, is that kid is the line leader. Yeah. That's a great, great drop there. That was so and somehow artful. Thanks, my man. pants became wet. Um, <laughs> um, that's that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's really the great. The irony is that later that dog peed all over everything. No one said boo. <laughs> <laughs> boo. <laughs> Uh, the, the other week I was standing in line at Michael's, uh, the, ho- uh, craft and hobby store. And I saw this on the shelf. <gasps> Entertainment weekly cover art is just the office from, this is from February, 2020. Wow. Uh, so anyway, anyways, Entertainment weekly just put out a magazine with the office on the cover of it for no reason wow. just i don't know still, just to talk about it just was like relevant? the ultimate guide to the office i they're really uh, jacking our flow here don't I you think <laughs> different font though i noticed they, they yeah right they couldn't use the office uh, oh, yeah you're funny. right it yeah. does look, yeah it looks pretty mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. um i mean it's just like i don't know it's just kind of weird like like how often do you just see like a super old show just like randomly i mean for no real reason like mm-hmm. i don't think yeah you like maybe you'd see like a seinfeld 30 years later or something i guess you know, so yeah i was like week, it's not any like Frasier. type of yeah anniversary <laughs> yeah. or anything like that yeah um but anyways i don't know it's just a way it's just little reminders uh-huh. constant reminders that everyone's that still what, it's obsessed. not a, it's not a 15th anniversary thing no oh. i don't think so well i think I mean, uh Something that oh, uh, it is a 15th oh, anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Whoops. Um, that's crazy. You'd be a sophomore in high school and you were bored when The Office came out. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like there's people that age. I mean, we get messages from people that age who really who were born when Love we show. were like sophomores in high school and the yep. show came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Um, mm. One thing that I noticed, uh, just kind of on this topic, I guess, of um, is, you know, Netflix is very uh, famously sort of, uh, what's the word, opaque, I guess, not transparent about sharing their uh, their metrics and their views and their figures. Mm-hmm. I think it's super interesting when I went to go watch cagey. The Office today. Cagey. Cagey, yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. Uh, they, it said that The Office was number eight in TV shows today. Mm. Wow. In the US, I think. Yeah, they just added that badge. Yeah, super show badges. interesting. Yeah. Um, Love is Blind, obviously crushing the charts right now. Dude, that show's so weird. Yeah, I've, Isn't I've, it? Been, I've yeah. been watching. <laughs> it's just another season of Black Mirror. That's all it is. It is Black Mirror meets The Bachelor, and I love both of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's another podcast. Yeah, that's I'm another sure. podcast. Uh, because I think it's time. It's <laughs> <laughs> so sinister. Oh, that might be the now most useful good. drop I have now. Now we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it up a little louder. Ridic- ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Now we're cooking. <laughs> what is it, Kelly? What is this great fear of yours? Never marry. Yes. <laughs> Dying alone. Yeah. Just, quick. All right. Crazy. It's time for some trivia. Uh, before before we go to trivia, I do have one quick thought on the just the book, because we ta- it is a children's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you... Like, the, is the office something you'll, if you ever have kids, will you share with them? How early would you want them watching the office? The minute they're born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking be... of when Pan, or Jan is talking about giving birth. It's a great transition from <laughs> womb to world. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could see, like, when you have a new... It'll be on yeah. the entire yeah. time yeah. they are a baby. When you have a newborn, like, you'll be going to sleep. Like, it'll be in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'll my be like, gosh, yeah. You know you're going to hang out. They tell you to, like, you know, play music for your baby in the womb, but they'll have the office for yeah. you. Yeah. 
I mean, actually, this is a good question for a lot of our listeners who who do have young kids, I'm sure, yeah, or, yeah. or older kids even. Mm-hmm. We got but, that fantastic uh, co- Dwight costume. Oh, yeah, yeah, around that's Halloween. Right. Shout out yeah. to Gina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. I think the office is like there's mature content or there's mature jokes, but I think they go right over a little kid's head for the most part. Yeah. Don't, don't you think? Like, it's almost something that you can watch with your kids, knowing that they're not really going to pick up on the inappropriate parts. I mean, but maybe not always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, they will. I mean, that's like the whole like Shrek thing, right? Where yeah. It's just like there's right. humor for the parents that are taking their kid to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a little bit of both. But I, the storybook idea is just interesting because, like, connecting with children's books, like, yeah. that's really intense when you're that age. And to to learn about the office through that first, and then see the show when you're later, would be uh, yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's what like tons of movie studios are just making movie versions of books we read as kids. But uh, this is taking it to a whole other level, whole new level. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like follows that Tiny Tunes and and uh, you know Baby Muppets and Muppet and Babies, Muppet Babies. <laughs> is that a Muppet Babies tattoo, Andy? <laughs> It's Animal from the Muppet Babies. Or no, it's Dwight. Dwight yeah, has yeah, a tattoo yeah, yeah. of Animal right. from the Muppet Babies. <laughs> it's Animal from the Muppet Babies. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Coronavirus. <laughs> we better hurry up <laughs> and do some trivia. <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. A brilliant segue. Uh, this week, I have trivia. Uh, and this is just sort of random that I thought about. Uh, try to stay a little bit away from Stanley just because we covered him, um, you know, so in sure, depth. Um, sure. But anyway, this is taken from all different parts of the show. Just stuff that I thought about at work today. We need to have a name for trivia when Edwin does it for us. Like, yeah. Uh, like the, the G League. Like, let's, yeah. go down, let's go down to the minor leagues. Little League <laughs> yeah. trivia. Put a little, a yeah. little Little League, little Wurlitzer piano in yeah. the back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what some of these aren't very hard. I tried to come up with a mix. Okay. Um, what flavor of power bar does Michael have for dinner at the call center? Oh, the vanilla uh, nut or no? It's like it's something like that. Vanilla right? crisp. Vanilla crisp. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. Uh, what's in New Guys? <laughs> the in, way he, he's like vanilla yeah. crisp. <laughs> in season nine, so this comes from New Guys in season nine. What mm-hmm. sports does Pete like? Oh, oh, he likes I've tennis asked this before. Uh-huh. Golf. Nope. No, 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 no. Uh, he, uh, they're like uh, boxing, boxing, tennis, boxing, and mm-hmm. any team sports. And then Pete says these two. Oh, oh lacrosse, uh, rowing, Mm-mm. handball. Nope. Damn it! It's it's a Her- some weird Olympic. Oh, he says not curling. He says, oh, NASCAR. Oh, NASCAR. And then he says yeah. amazing race. That's right. What a strange combination of sports that is. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jim he asks likes him tennis and NASCAR. Jim <laughs> asks him if he's a he's Philly fan. He says Phillies fan, right? He says, oh, what, oh, you mean like horses? No, baseball. He goes, oh, I like the Red Sox. You like the Red Sox, but you don't know that the Phillies exist? Yeah. <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> That's weird. It doesn't make That's a lot weird. of sense. I've asked that trivia question before, but it doesn't stick when you're mm-hmm. looking them up and writing them. It no, It sticks no. when you answer them and get them no. wrong or right. Yeah. Um, it's good practice. In Pool Party in Season 8, Aaron talks about taking an Italian class. What has Aaron learned so far in her Italian class? I'm going to guess it's just names of food. Yeah. Spaghetti. Spaghettini is one. <laughs> Rigatoni? No. Nope. Keep guessing pastas. <laughs> Rig, uh, uh, one of them is stuffed. Uh, oh, ravioli. Keep going. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, baked ziti. 
Um, so far we've learned. So far we've learned. I've learned tortellini, spaghettini, linguini. Well, it's not so much a class as a restaurant, but I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday from seven to nine. <laughs> uh, what scent does Andy include in Aaron's Valentine? It puts like a perfume or a cologne in Aaron's. Oh, oh, oh it's I don't a, know. It's some celebrity. It's like David Beckham's or like. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it, Mike, it's not Michael Jordan's. It's someone like that. <laughs> yeah, you're really close. Right? Tiger Woods. <laughs> keep, 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 <laughs> oh! People are listening and screaming yeah. right now. It's Roger Federer Roger for men. Federer. <laughs> Ooh, <Roger> Andy. <laughs> I'm so mad I didn't get that. I'm sorry, oh, listeners. Gosh. I know you. Uh, <laughs> what is what does Pam want in her coffee? Uh, oh, oh, sprinkle of cinnamon. Yes. Nice job. <laughs> Um, where was Jim going to go during Pam's wedding? He was... Oh, Australia. Australia. Australia, oh, oh. correct. Right. He has to avoid Dwight on his connecting flight to Mordor. Right. Yeah. Uh, where does Jim suggest that... Where, or, excuse me. Where does Kevin suggest that Jim go during Pam's wedding? Jim is taking suggestions, Toastmaster style. Yeah. yeah. Kevin gets up and scene. says... Uh, you should go to... Hedonism. Hedonism. What is that? It's like another. Cl- it's like Club Med, but everything's another naked. question I've asked. Before. Oh my gosh! Another. I can remember immediately. Oh yeah, I've written that question down. <laughs> Hedonism. Hedonism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in happy hour, when Mike and when Donna asks Michael, "What's your drink?" He says, "Grenadine." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and during the cocktails episode, the scotch that David Wallace offers Michael is a gift from whom? Oh, uh, Mr. Iacocca. Yeah, that's right, Lee Iacocca. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, to to Mr. Iacocca. Yeah. <laughs> to Mr. Iacocca and his failed experiment, the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Over the gums and through the lips. Yeah. Look out, stomach. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> that's, that's a blooper. That's from I the think. blooper. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Uh, and then the last question, uh, what is the ratio of Stanley Nichols to Shrewdbucks? Same ratio as unicorns to leprechauns. Correct, sir. All right, Very that's our nice. trivia for this session, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nicely well, thank you the plane there, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please give us a call with your favorite Stanley moments or the Stanley moments that we may have missed. You can call us, leave a message. Uh, we love to play them on the show. 503-694-9314. You can email us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We're on Twitter, at Michael Scott Pod, and we have a website, michaelscottpod.com. Special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who runs our social media and designs our artwork. And uh, this episode was recorded in the OG studio in the Alex uh, in the Ward sure. in the Ward Brother <laughs> residence in Portland, Oregon. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah. Please remember to rate and review the show. It uh, helps us, helps people find the show. Um, and like I said, I'll say it every time, but uh, thank you so much for listening. We love you all. Appreciate yeah. everyone who listens, uh, interacts with us, sends stuff in. Um, yeah, we, we appreciate it. Pippity poppy, give me the solid. Yes, yes, sir. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.